You're listening to Girls Gone Wad. This is Joy. And this is Claire. And this is episode 45. And JT is here. And today. JT, I know. I was like Hi, taking JT. a second because I'm like, let's introduce JT. Oh, he's being so Claire sweaty. and JT are having a snuggle fest are, right it's now. The best. It's adorable. I just want to sit here and watch them. They're the, he's the best. He's so snuggly. snuggly. He is so snuggly. He's being such a good boy these days. He's always so good. So you may, or that comment a while ago, someone said, Oh, it was our drinking game of like whenever we mentioned that he's snoring, but yeah. no one can actually hear him. Maybe <laughs> We're probably going to make a lot of those comments tonight. We'll like he's snoring mic. so loud. He's going to drool on my leg. That's okay, though. Yeah. All right. Welcome, everybody. Another week. Yeah, Another I week know. is here. It's kind of <clears> crazy. How was your weekend? It was really low key. I had a really crazy Thursday and Friday last week because I have like four jobs right now. Yeah. So I get up. And I shadow coach in the morning, mm-hmm. and then I go to my actual job. But then on Thursdays and Fridays, I work from home. So it was like at lunch, I would like meet with someone else for one of my other yeah. jobs. Anyway, it was a little, so juggling just, a lot. So when Saturday and Sunday came around, and it freaking snowed yesterday. Yes. So that I'm made, sure it made national news. I had the Today yeah. Show on this morning, and it was what like, the "F guys, there's people, there's correspondence in Colorado." I'm, I'm <laughs> unimpressed. Yeah. So Saturday, Ugh. Saturday morning was nice, and I yeah. what did I do Saturday morning. Uh, I went to a coach's meeting at Cross Elevation, walked the dog, you know, kind of huge. And then on Sunday though, it was just like so crappy that I. But went, you made a dream board. I made a vision board. <laughs> it's like crap time. I yeah, love it. I went it. to Whole Foods. Yeah. And then I was into Target because right next to Whole Foods. Of duh. course, duh. Belmar. Like, Belmar. I was like, well, I should probably just. That's like the best things. combo, though. Target really and Whole Foods and right next. And there's a liquor store in between. Uh huh. We do that. Do the, you do that run? Yeah. We do Target, Whole Foods, and liquor then the liquor store. store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I love the guys that work in that liquor store, They're and they have out. an awesome dog. I understand. Have you the seen dog? the dog? Uh-uh. It's really cute. Yeah. Nope. Um. Yeah. So I made my little vision board, and it was really fun. It, I just made it. It's like an eleven by fourteen, like little mini poster. Board, oh, that's I was cute. Like, though. I don't want to. Sometimes, Sometimes I get weird about like huge posters yeah, where I like I feel like, like I'm in sixth grade where I'm like, yeah. look at my big poster. <laughs> Guys, look at my poster. <laughs> I was wondering what the scale was when you posted that on Instagram. Yeah, like, it's pretty small. Yeah. And like all those pictures are from are from Pinterest. I just printed them. Yeah. That's a great because idea though. Turns out that you can't find it magazines actually like if you try to get like fitness magazine, like that's not what I want on my vision. No, for. right. That's There's not what I want to I would like to be an airbrushed model, right. please. Yeah, right. no. Who, like, no, that's not what I want to emulate. Right. So, uh, <laughs> cue the first JT's the first, first snore. snore that you can't hear <laughs> right there. Everybody drink. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it was fun. And I, it, I, you know, anytime when you get to use a glue a glue stick, it's always yeah. a good day. Yeah. <laughs> he's totally Sorry, He's so loud. It's so loud in here. I can't believe you guys. I hope like twitching. I know. I hope you guys listen with headphones. I bet you, because when I listen with headphones, I can hear hear him. So if you guys want the extra stereo experience experience of JT snoring. Um, Now, when you do a vision board, do you uh, like pick out things on Pinterest that are like things you've always had on your board or you like kind of cru- I like I kind of like the element of like whatever comes to you right at that moment that you're inspired by or do you have like a list of things you already know you want on your dream board no well the thing about Pinterest is that it's sort of like a ginormous vision board it really it is. is yeah and so it sort of is just like distilling that so most of the images were things I'd already had just because I didn't want to like get sucked into the 
you know, the black hole of like searching for new things on Pinterest. Yeah. Oh, I know. And then five hours later, you're like, what was I doing? Well, and my (laughs) like health and goals board I have on Pinterest has like a gajillion things. It like literally has like probably almost a thousand pins. Yeah. So like I have plenty of things to go back to and be like, oh, that's a good point. Yeah. And so, and I knew that I wanted like one kind of muscle up looking one, one lifting one. And then I was looking for another one that maybe was like handstands or something kind of really gymnastics. So that's why I picked the L sit. Yep. And then the other two were actually from Trail Runner magazine, which I happened to pick up. And they're more like less that I really have goals of like running through fields, mm-hmm. like running per se. And more just that I have they to me they just sort of emulate like being active and yeah. being in the outdoors. Right. So less so that I like literally want to be trail running because I right. don't. No. Um, Enough things make you fall already. Yeah. You don't need the uh-huh. element of but, you like know, rocky like, roads. I could like skip through a field. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. With like a field of daisies. Yeah. And like throw or them like around. Twirl, like Julie right. Andrews. Totally. Yes. I could do that. Yeah. Because I – there's sometimes I think about going through magazines and like just whatever comes – because I think it's, there's something to be said, too, about, like, your, un, your unconscious, your mm-hmm. subconscious, where, like, you're looking through things and your subconscious picks things that you're like, whoa, I didn't realize I wanted to look at that. Yeah. You know? So I think that I is think a that valuable that... tool of maybe sometimes we get really locked in on the things we should like or that we should want. I mm. think sometimes it's important to let and I think that would heart, be a good... heart lead the way. I think that would be a good strategy if there was such a thing as a magazine that had, like crossfit women all in it that that's what you wanted to look at so that's i guess kind of what i did with my board and i think actually i didn't really like set out thinking like i want you know lifting and i want it was like right i picked maybe 10 yeah and then when i culled them down i was like that's when i got more specific gotcha because at first i kind of also had more it was like a were, process of elimination yeah and at first i had more that were kind of like lifestyle like i had sure. one of like a girl like hiking and i had one of like somebody in a canoe or something and then I decided that that was then if I was going to do that I'd have to like go in this whole other genre yeah so go off on some bunny trails yeah yeah too many bunny trails you know you know I'm just really I never take tangents so no I was like you know all the things in this world my dream board has to be topical I wish so bad I would have saved the one that I made when I was like looking for love looking for love I've never made one before you've what never made one before you never have oh welcome I used to make magazine collages all the time. Yeah. But not like vision boards. Okay. Yeah. That was like when I was in middle school and even a little bit high school. Like once a quarter maybe, I would like go and buy like $30 in the magazines. Right. And I that would be like my whole like Saturday it was like a project. a big deal to make yeah, magazine and I would collages. Do like my whole wall. I mean, but these that's things kind would be. Of, that's in some way, shape, or form. A dream board or a yeah, but it, board. I don't think it really because it wasn't intentional. It was just sort yeah, of like it I wasn't. Know. Maybe I, that's more of your subconscious talking. Yeah, maybe. I like but, these quotes. Well, when I was in high school, I put like pictures of really skinny models everywhere. See, mine were like <laughs> which was ridiculous. I was obsessed with surfing. Obsessed. Oh wow, isn't that weird? I've uh-huh. never lived in a state other than Colorado. No, and I was obsessed, obsessed with surfing. Yeah. So I had like like have huge surfing collages. Yeah. And that never. Happened well, I was obsessed with like whales and saving the dolphins. You were one of those kinds yep. of kids. Every, I was totally one. Like, Free Willy changed my life. Every grade has that kid who's, yeah. like, obsessed with orcas. Yeah, that was me. That's amazing. I had dolphin rings, dolphin yeah. jewelry. I, I, had, I know who, yep. yep. <laughs> every, every, like, I had year. a poster of Free Willy. I had a poster of the Earth. 
I had posters of like all these animals and like saving the world and wow. I wanted to go to SeaWorld. I had a Titanic poster about my bed on the ceiling. Oh my God. A Titanic poster? Leonardo DiCaprio. Yep. Yeah. That and was Aladdin. That... Aladdin. You really know Aladdin? Yeah, I was totally into Aladdin. And that was more junior high. Really? Yes. Oh my gosh. That song, what was it? A um, whole new world. Whole new world was what, like. What do you mean? What song was it? <laughs> I was trying to think of the name. Oh, I was just thinking the, the little magic carpet ride. <laughs> oh my gosh didn't you wasn't there some scandal of like there's always like something sexual hidden in disney movies or pixar yeah, movies disney do you movies. think that's real yes it is real i'm serious you can look what's the one in aladdin i don't remember take off your clothes i think that's the so one like the, the b yeah yeah take off your clothes i love <laughs> it's so scary ah <laughs> uh, yeah i love or like the dead boy and three men and a baby sorry i'm trying to think about <laughs> Well, I guess that makes sense because I I feel like I was really young when Aladdin came out, but you're ten years older than me. Oh, so that's right. Oh my gosh, I, I was like, <laughs> I was like five. Somehow probably. forget that I'm old. Uh, I was like super. Duper you're young. five. Well, if you that's were in junior true. high, yes, I was like fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, that's so you're weird 10 to think about. I know it's really weird because I had this like Jasmine. I had a Jasmine Barbie. Oh, okay. Like I was like little girl yeah. when all those guys came oh, out. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Whew. Okay. So yeah. Dolphins, whales, you wanted to be a surfer? Yeah, like big time wanted to be a surfer. I saw the movie Blue Crush. Oh, yeah. And I, like, from that moment on. Oh, it was over. It was was totally over. Yeah. I was, I went to surf camp two summers in a row when I was in San Diego. Oh, When I was 16 and 17, I think. Yeah. So you legit learned how to surf. Well, legit learned, it's sort of like saying, like, you went, you went to Colorado for two weeks and out of your you life became, and took ski lessons. Yes. So it's like I at one point knew how to stand up on a surfboard. Yeah, sure. But I did not legit learn. Yeah. <laughs> and I always would wear like the full length. I mean, it was like, uh, you know, 90 degrees in San Diego, right? Like the water is not that cold. Or we're yeah. not in the water for that long. And yeah. I would wear like the full on wetsuit because I didn't want to get sunburned. <sighs> and all these other girls, you know, it was like a teen camp. It was like, oh, you totally. Went, They're like in the And it was bikinis. overnight and you stayed at the University of San Diego dorms. <clears throat> yeah. And, oh, how fun. And they had, it was really fun. And they would wear either like, like their little bikini bottoms, their little like rash guard oh, top. Stop. And they would get, first of all, totally covered in like actual rash from this, this surfboard, you know? Mm-hmm. And they would get so totally sunburned. And I'd be like the first couple of days of the week, everyone would be like, Why are you wearing that? And I'd be like, You wait and see. And then by the end, they'd all be miserable because they'd be all covered in the trash. I'd be like, Suckers, I got, I'm gonna put on my full, on, wet, full yeah. on body suit. Yeah, my full wet suit. I'm gonna go eat a burrito. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I decided oh that I would eat a burrito. Oh my gosh. Suit, That's so they put my hands The burritos are my, amazing in San Diego. They are. Yeah. Uh-huh. But some, yeah. one time, mm, I'm gonna need to tell a story. <laughs> one time. <laughs> one don't time talk about I, do you have to go to the bathroom no, in a wetsuit? Okay. No, but. One time I was, I almost got seasick on my surfboard after eating a burrito. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm. there's like the, the soft oh. undulating. And oh. the, yeah. Yeah. Bad news bears. Oh, God. Like, and, like, and then like the wetsuit's like just a little bit constricting oh. on your throat. Oh, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. And you're hot. Uh-uh. uh-uh. Nope. <laughs> no, no, no. But yeah, that was my, yeah. my dream was to be a surfer. It could still happen. Yeah. But. So vision boards. <laughs> That's really Yeah. When was the last time you made one? Probably went – no, actually, I made one for work a few years ago when my boss was leaving. Hmm. And Did it come it like, true? No. What it was was, like, about the transition. So everyone was, like, supposed to kind of work through the change of her oh, leaving. Wow. 
by making a vision board of like how you felt about the change. And I look back at it now and I was like, wow, that's really cool to kind of see like where I was mentally. Uh Because when I look at each picture, like if anything, I think they tell a lot about where you are mentally at that time. And then you can kind of look back and reflect and whatever. Um, Did you ever see the show... It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Do you ever I mean, it? I've seen it, yeah. but I didn't, like, watch it. They do it. this really funny, like, spoof on vision boards and dream boards. That, like, oh, if you put it on, you're, it, it comes true. <laughs> you know? So it is, there's kind of, like... You to, yeah, you have to put it in, like, the southeast corner. Yeah, of your, yeah. But I did that. I totally did that. Like, the feng shui, which is really funny. So, like, you can get a little woo-woo about it, but I think there's yeah. something... It's In my mind, I feel like it's a little bit like a journal entry, where you're just kind of, like, yeah. putting things visually. You can look at them, stare at them, and... Um, I don't know. I just think ideas come from them too, like later on, like the goals we were talking about last yeah. week, or if you write a goal, even though it doesn't come true, you can kind of get the ideas flowing about right. it. But so it's been a while since I made one. So maybe I should do you should that. should make one. Post a little pic of it. I kind of want to go through the practice of like just picking things that like come to me without me thinking about it too much. Yeah. Almost like word association. Like, whoa, where'd that come from? Sure. Okay. <laughs> I, could. I think sometimes we like block things that we really want because we think we should want them versus our heart really wants them. Like we should want them because that's what we're expected. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I do. Like, you know, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you, instead of like actually wanting the things you want, you decide like, well, I should what probably want to get a muscle up. Well, yeah. Oh, no, I was thinking more like becoming a mother because everyone's becoming a mother. Oh, yeah. Like those types of things. Speaking of which. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. I think we should do a, a episode with because we have a couple of pregnant mamas at our gym right now. Yeah, who? I don't know. Ilsa and Megan. Oh, I didn't. I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't know Ilsa was pregnant. Did she, I know that? No, she like just released oh. it on Facebook. Okay. Um. Well, anyway, maybe that'd be fun to have them on. Yeah, that's a really good idea. We'll talk about CrossFit pregnancy because there's always these photos on the main site. Yeah. On their Facebook mm-hmm. page of pregnant CrossFit of pregnant ladies. CrossFit ladies, and it's always so controversial, and there's always comments about. Yeah. That's so unsafe. And it's like, well, you know. Right. I'm sure they talk to their doctor. Right. I'm sure that they would be the last, like, <clears throat> any mom would be the last person in the world to do something they thought was going to be unsafe. Exactly. Anyway. Yeah. We can talk about that on another episode, though, maybe. Yeah. That's so a really good idea. tonight, I wanted to talk about, we wanted to talk about. Um, can I interrupt you really quick, though, before oh, we get to the questions? Yep. <laughs> um, Go on. I want you to talk a little bit about Lean Fit. Oh, sure. Because I think that's a – and that will kind of segue into what gyms offer. Yeah, because sure. Because I think this is a really interesting thing that our gym is starting to do. Sure. So this morning I tried out the Lean lean Fit, Lean, like long and lean, um, class at CrossFit J. It's brand new. This is the first one. And I actually did it because I have a friend who – we were friends in high school and we were roommates in college. And she is one of those girls who, like, was – athletic in high school, you know, played sports in high school and then, but has kind of always been uncomfortable with her weight is mm-hmm. like pretty tall, you know, yeah. just like has, you know, just not necessarily super thin and, um, has always kind of like kind of bounced from one thing to another. And I've always, you know, really tried to encourage her to try CrossFit. Cause I think, you know, it's something that she would really bond with. And she, is one of those people who, like, really, really thrives on communities. You mm-hmm. know, like, that for her, as soon as she finds a community, she just latches on. Yeah. And so I've been trying to get her, you know, not constantly, but, like, every time it comes up, I try to get her to um, to try CrossFit. Try CrossFit. And so she texted me. So I posted this thing about Lean Fit. And Lean Fit is basically CrossFit 
the idea is it's for people who want to try CrossFit but are intimidated by weightlifting. Or not even yeah. necessarily intimidated by, but just, like, for one or one reason or another, don't want to be doing heavy weightlifting. And or their idea about CrossFit is so scary that they won't even step into a CrossFit gym. In right. my mind, I feel like the it's the barrier, reducing the barriers to entry. Yeah, totally. So I feel like the mindset a lot of times and the misconceptions about CrossFit is the barrier to entry. Yeah. So to get and them, like, people won't even so go in, through the door right, even to take like an elements class. Too intense. Yeah. It's going to be too crazy. Yeah. So this is kind of like not necessarily less intense, but just like less technical, I guess. And yeah. Yeah, and then also there's kind of framing it as like, you know, this is like an extra class if you want to work on your Metcons. Mm-hmm. You know, these are going to be sort of like all kind of moderate to long like all in body weight Metcons. Yeah. yeah. So today it was, first of all, the warm-up was a double Tabata, so 16 rounds of alternating sprints and push-ups. So that was a blast. And then you finish, and I was like, great, I'm going to go home now. And then the workout was a 20-minute AMRAP, which, oh, my God, 20-minute AMRAPs forever. Yeah. Um, you get to, like, minute six. And oh when, sometimes I'll look at the clock, and I'll be like, is that counting down or right. counting up? There's no way it's <laughs> than six minutes. Dang it. Yeah. yeah. And so it was 20 sit-ups, 15 box jumps, and 10 um, overhead lunges with a 15-pound plate. So nothing too crazy. You know, it's super doable yeah. movements, super scalable. So I think scalable. the idea is what? They're doing mostly, like, bodyweight movements and then, right. like, medicine ball and... Yeah, kettlebell Kettlebells, so no barbell. Kind of those, no barbell whatsoever. No heavy so that's weights. kind of the thing is, yeah. like, no barbell movements, no um, Olympic lifts. Um, no, like, really tough gymnastic stuff. Do they do pull-ups? I don't know if we'll do pull-ups. Okay. And it's, I, like, scaled back a little. Yeah, I okay. could say maybe pull-ups. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so the idea is just, like, for people who are... Not sure they want to go all the way and try CrossFit, you know. And so it's... You remember when we interviewed Christmas and she said she does booty camp? Yeah. That's kind of... It's kind of the same thing. Yeah. She started this class with... JT, um, where are you going? He'll lay down. He's oh. just he's oh, just he's... readjusting. If he's in your way, I can move him. Yeah. Let's just sit right in front of the mic. <laughs> Hello. JT, oh. lay down. Lay down, yeah. JT. Come on. Come here, buddy. Lay down. He'll lay down. He just has to adjust. He just wants to make sure, you know, he's there. <laughs> I could not miss you. 60-pound lab. How can you miss him? There we go. <laughs> a little more comfortable for oh, you, buddy. Oh, goodness. Hi. So, yeah, it's kind of like the same thing as um, the booty camp where she's like, yeah. I started this class for women because they were too intimidated by CrossFit. Or I think she actually started with just the booty camp and then it kind of yeah. segued into the CrossFit gym. But anyway, it's it's that same concept. Right. Totally. So. Getting people through the door who are afraid of CrossFit. Yeah. And not, and then, not afraid. Who have not afraid. Maybe goals. they just, yeah, different goals. And. Yeah, so it was interesting. Like, I don't do cardio, really, anymore. Like, just – and, you know, and so it was interesting because it was, like, it definitely – you know, I was tired at the end of it, but it wasn't that same, like, burn at the end where you collapse and are, like – and I think that that might just also sort of be sort of more in the vein of a 20-minute workout. Like, you can't go balls to the wall for 20 minutes. You just can't. Very true. And so yes. even though you might pick it up in the last one or two rounds, yeah. like the majority of the workout, you're kind of maybe at 70%. Mm-hmm. And which was, but it felt good. And I, I did pretty well. And um, it was just interesting because afterwards, my friend Shannon was like talking about how sore her legs were. And it just made me appreciate how far I've come in being able to like push through that kind of pain. Mm. Like through, just through like muscle fatigue and just yeah. kind of to not have it be... And I think that's also to kind of, like, I've gotten really good at pacing Mm -hmm. to where I don't really even have to deal with that usually anymore Mm -hmm. unless I'm, like, really going for it. Um, Not that it doesn't hurt, but, like, that I don't get to a point 
in the middle of a wad where I'm already like totally toasted. Totally toasted. But yeah, it was fun. And then we were going to do the wad tonight and then we didn't because we went out to sushi instead. Celebration sushi. Celebration sushi, yeah. And why are we celebrating? Yeah, I got into grad school. So exciting. I know. I'm like kind of shocked. I got it. Why are you shocked? Well, I'm not shocked. Not that I'm not. How do I put this? It's not necessarily that I'm shocked I got in. Like, I definitely am excited and not, like, super – I'd say I'm kind of surprised. I didn't – I didn't by you know, didn't by any means think I was a shoe-in. Didn't by – it wasn't by any means counting on getting in. Yeah. The thing I'm surprised about is how quickly I found out about it because my – Oh, yeah. Like, the program doesn't start until September. Mm-hmm. The application deadline isn't until, like, the end of July. And I submitted my application, like – six weeks ago maybe and my letters of recommendation didn't one of them got in about 10 days ago the other one she submitted this morning no way so my thought concept of admissions programs is that they wait until your application is totally complete before they even begin to review it oh yeah right totally i I worked in an admissions office and it's like they won't even you won't even like crack the the seal yeah yeah i had to like pre-screen them and i remember i would go through every single one to make sure it had everything every single thing one had like an, you know how you have to write like some sort of an essay or right, statement or whatever. Statement. Someone wrote, I will never forget this. And I'm like, who does this? It was a paragraph. Like wow. five sentences. See, you're holding like up your white... fingers like it's two or three inches. I thought you were going to say like, you were saying like a stack of paper this big. Oh, no, 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 no. A paragraph. I'm holding up my fingers up in like three inches of words. <laughs> wow. Did they get in? <laughs> no. And I remember looking at this and I was like, what do you, th- I, anyway, yeah. <laughs> So that's interesting. Yeah. So I think so. There, I have a couple of theories. My first theory is that this is not a very competitive program, <laughs> but it's through. Here's what I think it is because the the law program at DU is very competitive. Yeah. And this is through the law school, but it's a master's program. Right. So my thought is that probably not very many people apply to this program because they think if I'm going to do this, I might as well just True. go to law school. True. True. Which is fine. Sure. And whereas my concept is like, why would I go to law school if I can learn everything that I want? Because like basically what the program is, is it's like the second two years of law school. Like you skip the first year okay. of like, you know, the introduction to criminal justice and, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you just take the, the classes that are specialized for environmental law. Right. So, but I don't, you know, but I'm not taking any of like the, you know, history of American. Gotcha. Supreme Court cases or yeah, whatever. right. And so my thought is, like, why would I trudge through that if I can skip straight to the stuff I'm interested in, get that education, you know, maybe not become a, you know, get a JD, but I don't want to be an attorney anyway. Right. So kind of perfect. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and That's the, really exciting. So the, and the admissions counselor, we've been emailing back and forth this whole time, and she's been super, super friendly, super helpful. And so... When I submitted my personal statement and, like, my actual application, I emailed her and was like, hey, by the way, I just submitted it. So I I have a feeling that she's kind of been looking at it the whole time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Totally. So that, yeah. I can so see how that I happen. was kind of surprised. I mean, literally, like, my professor emailed me at, like, 1030 to say, hey, just to let you know I just submitted this. Because I had emailed her last week to kind of check in because I hadn't heard from her. And at, like, noon, I got an email that I had been accepted. I was like, what? That's so cool. I thought the email was going to be like, hey, we just want to let you know we've received your complete yeah, application and we're going to start reviewing it. No. Yeah. So. You're the, you're just that amazing. I, like, we need to hear no more. Hear no more. You're in. <laughs> see, I don't know. We'll we see. want you yeah. in. Maybe they're a fan of the podcast. Hey. 
I wrote about the podcast in my you because Sandy was like, you need to talk about yeah your like things that aren't just academic. Like you need to talk about like you know different areas of your life where you. Thank you, Sandy. Thanks. Mom, Sandy's Seriously. the best. Sandy she is really like, is. She's like our life mom. She's like our life coach. Life yeah, mom. like I call her like I call her mom. Everything. <laughs> yeah, she's anyway. So I like I took that <laughs> took that advice to her. So I added some. It was just like one little paragraph, but it was like talking about how. I, you know, tried to, how did I even word it? Something about my communication skills. And, I, <laughs> I talk about booty shorts yeah. and Rich Froning <laughs> and, and Lucas Parker's beard. And Lucas Parker's beard. Uh, speaking of Lucas Parker's beard, did you watch any of the regionals this weekend? I didn't. I saw photos here and there on Instagram because yeah. I was in Maryland this weekend. Oh, yeah. But um, I, it, it was really fun. amazing. We, yeah. I watched them a little bit online yesterday and it was fun to watch online. I saw Stacey Tovar's red shorts, yeah. which were amazing. She's yeah. adorbs. Yeah. She didn't make it. She, she didn't? didn't? No. She didn't come what? close. She can't like... What is all... Okay. Let me just back up for one second. We will go back to your application and acceptance celebration because I don't want to take away from that. But I went down this rabbit hole. Do you ever go down Instagram rabbit holes? Yes. Okay. All the time. Like, I yep. just... And the next thing you know, you're looking at like some 16-year-old... Like, yes. What's her name for? A professional cheerleader? I was like, <gasps> oh... My gosh, this is horrible. I yeah. can't I can't do this. Yeah, anymore. you're on some yeah, that always it's happens to me. Ridiculous. With- so it happened yesterday because I went on someone's Instagram. Oh, it was a CrossFit, I think it was some CrossFit games or whatever. Anyway, mm-hmm. it was like the regionals of Southeast. And it was this young, like 19-year-old. And then I started looking at his Instagram. And then it was like a really cute picture of him kissing his girlfriend. I'm like, oh, that's so cute. What a great, what a great photo. And then I was like, who's his girlfriend? <laughs> I went and looked at her Instagram. And I'm like, oh, she's an awesome dancer. And then I was looking at all our dance videos. And I'm like, I want to dance again. And then I was like, where am I? I'm in an Instagram total hole. Oh, that's amazing. It was bad. And then what I had to just back out. I, I had to back out of it. Back out because I was like, how did I get here? Well, that's the thing about Instagram is that, like, you know, 90% of the people don't have private profiles, so you can just, like, next it's thing you bad. know, you're yeah. looking at oh. everybody's photos. I know. Oh, my gosh. That's Forever and ever and ever. So, anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. So, what about the regionals, though? What were you talking about? Oh, they Lucas were just Parker? fun to watch. Because Lucas Parker is regional. He made it. So oh, was, cool. But, yeah, Stacey Tovar didn't make it. Um, who else made it? Talena, Elizabeth. Yeah, she made it. Telena made it from that region. Yeah. But I think she's the only one from the Southeast region that's been to the games before. Because then the other one was Lauren Brooks. She was a third. Who okay. I think she's been to regionals before, but not the games. And then the first was, oh my gosh. I know who, I know who it was. I know I saw who it was too. It, but yep. I can't remember her name mm-hmm. either. She's like really short. Yeah. Like when Selena stands on the second place podium, she's, she's like, like as tall as, tall as, as yep. Gosh, mm-hmm. what is her name? It's not Emily Carruthers. It's somebody else. Hold on. Now I got to look. Yeah. It looked really exciting though. There's yeah. a really amazing photo of Elizabeth. I think it was on her Facebook or her Instagram. It's like her jumping up to a rope. Yes. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Totally. Anyway. So, um. Emily Bridge- Bridgers. Emily what? Bridgers. Bridgers. She's been to the games before, maybe, I think. I think she has. That's so exciting. Yeah. So. Go regionals. Go regionals. Yeah, Emily Bridgers definitely has. I don't think that Lauren has, though. And um, um, Latin America regionals were this weekend. Uh-huh. And. How did your friend do? I'm not going to say. He didn't do very well. <laughs> Even that guy, Orlando. Yeah. He, Trejo, who always uh-huh. makes it. I don't think he made it. Really? Uh-uh. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know very much about the Latin America regionals, though. 
One thing that I really liked though was that you know Sheree Chan. Huh? Sheree Chan, no. Chan's wife. Uh uh-uh. uh. She's a badass. She did my level one. Oh, cool. She's really cool. We should yeah. have her on the podcast, maybe. Oh, okay. She commentated for a couple of the regionals and I like her a lot. She's cool. Oh, cool. You should oh. educate yourself. Okay. I'll educate. Yes. Um, okay, so you went out to celebrate tonight because yes. this was a huge. So, like, we were talking, Claire and Sorry, I were talking today. We're like, because it freaking snowed. Yeah. But I have a JT blanket on now, so it's okay. Yeah, you do have a JT blanket. Thanks, JT. Yeah, right on cue. He's like just <laughs> settling in. This is the best. <laughs> He's so freaking funny, that dog. He's the snuggliest. Anyway, his, his little personality is coming out more and more as we <laughs> as we get to know each other. Um, what was I gonna say? Hmm. I was celebrating. Well, you were celebrating, but we were talking about the birth canal today. Claire and I were texting back and forth, like, "Holy birth canal!" I, know, I feel like change is everywhere. Like everywhere I read on Facebook or on Instagram or whatever, it's like so and so. Oh, I'm changing this in my life. Oh, yeah. this is happening in my life. Oh, I'm quitting yeah, this job. Oh, I'm changing this job. I feel like it's everywhere. So. Really think there was something to that full moon. Just but it was saying. like a month ago. I know, but that just sets things in motion. Oh. It sets things in motion. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm going with it. <laughs> okay, so let's get to our uh, topic of the evening where yeah. we um, put out a uh, call for questions on Facebook or we called out for the topic on Facebook about what you what makes a good CrossFit gym. So would you like to start? Yeah. So we wanted to, I don't know, I kind of just thought about this the other day because I was thinking about, you know, starting to coach at CrossFit Elevation and, um, you know, they have kind of being on the thread with some of their emails and, you know, that um, they're just, I don't know, just kind of being on the other side of it for the first time and realizing like how intentional coaches are about like facilitating a certain kind of community and cultivating a certain kind of vibe and um so I kind of just was interested in like what the what the members are are saying what what they what what everyone likes what do you like like what to you constitutes a good gym and because I also know that at the end of the day like there are a lot of different kinds of gyms and you know one of the things that we always say and that everyone kind of you know says about CrossFit is that if you don't like the first gym you go to try a different gym because You know, and you're still, if you don't like the first gym you go to and you're still open-minded, you know, definitely go to a different gym because every single one is totally different and every single one has, a, you know, different vibe and different goals and different whatever. And, right. Um, you know, I've been to now maybe almost 10 CrossFit gyms. I mean, I guess that doesn't really sound like that many, but, and they've That's all been, lot. you know, all had their similarities where mm-hmm. I kind of feel like, you know, I walk in and. I know what to expect, but on the other hand, have all definitely had their differences and things I liked and things I didn't necessarily like as much. And um, anyway, but the first thing that so the first comment that I want to talk about was Lindsay Marcelli, who owns CrossFit Eminence, which yeah. is where we did barbells for boobs, it's mm-hmm. where we interviewed Christmas. Just a really solid gym. Um, she said, "Hi, Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay." She said, "Some will comment community, but someone not in our community has no idea what that word community means." I think it would be a fun idea to explain what a CF community is really like. The friendships, the teamwork, family, dot, dot, dot. I thought that would be a really a place to start. Yeah. Because I think she's right. Like, you know, I think at the end of the day, people in CrossFit will say the thing that keeps them coming back is the, you know, quote, unquote, community. Right. But if you're not in the community, you don't know what that means. And I think that for most people, when they find CrossFit, 
a lot of people, what they say is that, you know, they used to be, they used to play team sports and they miss that feeling of camaraderie and yeah. of support. And, you know, CrossFit has like gives that back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of the first thing I'm, I think of when I think of kind of how to describe it is that it just gives you that team atmosphere where it's like, yeah, you're all working toward a common goal. Yep. You're all, you know, they're suffering and you're all, you know, taking time out of your day to do this. So, you know, that you kind of have similar priorities in terms of your health and mm-hmm. your body and your fitness. And, um, so it's just, as like, you suddenly kind of have this support group of people who are like-minded and, but I think more than anything who, know what it's like to have a bad day and they know what it's like to have a good day and Mm -hmm. you know it's like more so than anyone outside of CrossFit when you have these like how do I put this like these substantial experiences at the gym they are they can relate to that right well I was thinking of of an example as you were saying that of a couple weeks ago when we were doing we're working on clean and jerks and I think Mm -hmm. I mentioned it was I think it was two weeks ago that um, I had a really frustrating experience working on my clean and jerks because we were supposed to find our max and I know that I can do 130 and I could not clean 130 for the life of me. So it was like that moment where everyone in the gym knew that I was frustrated. Claire's like tickling JT's stomach right now and you guys are distracting me. (laughs) You're so cute. Sorry, go ahead. But everyone knew that I was frustrated. Everyone knows kind of like how to cheer me on and how to encourage me, but also like just shake it off. So I feel like just like those little things that um, maybe sound like very simple mean a lot. And I think that those are um, what, for me, what makes up community. But I was also thinking like, you know, TJ knows that when I go in to do back squats that I am freaking out in my head. Right. So he's like standing there helping me. So it's just that personal attention that you get. Um, and that everyone is really, really there to help each other. Yeah. And this is just a different time where we're not sitting at gyms where we're going in and doing our own thing and keeping to ourselves and putting our headphones on or watching TV while we're sitting on an elliptical. Like this is a time now where we're coming in to work together. It's a class. Everyone starts at the same time. Everyone right. ends at the same time, or at least you, you encourage one another until you end. And, um, I don't know. That's just, you can't help but feel connected and really close to the people you're with. And most of the time everyone goes to the same class. So you're going to get to know right. everyone. Um, yeah. And it's I something special. Just like in that, I guess to kind of capture it in one sort of phrase it's just kind of like it's like having a little support group Mm -hmm. you know it's like you all for the same reason that anybody goes to any kind of support group is to basically find people who know what they're going through yeah and you know i guess usually support groups to usually have kind of tragic connotations sure but i would say that this is kind of a support group for you know everyone knows you're going through Mm -hmm. and can relate to you in a way that Right. The other people can't. And I think the best part about it, too, being as someone who is new to CrossFit, is that everybody remembers what it was like to be new. Exactly. And that's kind of the nice thing about CrossFit being kind of a newish sport. Yeah. Is that everyone remember, you know, most people have only started in the last maybe, you know, at the most five or seven years at the very most. You know, in our gym, it's, you know, most people three, four or five years at the most. Right. And so you still really remember 
what it was like to walk into that first class well, and yeah. just like be totally ready to poop your pants. Yeah, this morning a girl walked in for lean fit. So we yeah. we start at 5 30. Shannon. That's Is that my your girl? Yeah. Okay, so there was a girl that walked in it was Shannon that walked in at six o'clock and I could tell she was walked in and she was like looking around, didn't know where to right. go. And she and we were sitting there kind of working on our clean and jerks and so um, she didn't want to walk through us. So she kind of stood there and I was like, yeah. Oh, are you, are you here for lean fit? She's like, yeah. And I'm like, Oh, here you go back here. So I like showed her where to go. Cause like, yeah. she looked scared. And I was thinking like, I know how that feels to walk in and everyone's like staring at you, right. like do something, say hi, like make them feel welcome. <laughs> it was very obvious. She was uncomfortable. So mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, just come through here. And I was just in the back. Look at, look for the girl in pink pants, you right. know, like, and she was fine. And I feel like that's just so important. So, um, yeah, I just community is huge. I love that one too. But I'm sure yeah. it's different for everyone, like what that means. But I think it's it, a lot of it has so much to do. I never really played a team sports. So I don't know what that's yeah, like, I but I, I, I do. <laughs> but I do like you know. I was on dance teams and cheer teams, yeah. and so I feel like that's a huge piece that um, you don't get as an adult mm-hmm. unless you're on a professional sports team. Yeah, which not a lot of people are. <laughs> um let's see. let's see a couple other things we had um heard a lot of comments about the coach to member ratio and uh-huh. like coaches and personal attention and like you were saying about tj you know kind of knowing different things about you yeah and that was something you know as i've started to coach at elevation that the coaches that have emphasized to me is like you know really you get to know the athletes remember the things they're working on you know when they show up in the box ask them like hey how are your double unders going hey you know, have you been working on your mobility at home? Like, check in, you know, make them really feel like you are remembering them and that you know who they are, you know about their, you know, even just having been chattering for a couple of weeks, I remember like, okay, this guy has bad ankles and this guy, you know, has a tight lower back and, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. And so I think that that's a huge, a huge thing that's also sets good CrossFit gyms apart is having those really, um, not conscientious necessarily, but like very intentional coaching. Yeah. Um, but I also think, you know, I'm thinking of being a member and there's been times where I felt frustrated that I wasn't getting what I needed. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, but I'm not telling them. And coaches can't mind read either. No, that's so true. So I think that that's a yeah. good thing of like being in balance of, um, I've heard a couple people, I can't remember where, I think there were some comments a while ago of complaining about things at their gym or what have you. And it's yeah. kind of like, well, have you given them feedback too? Because right. all gyms, gyms and coaches and owners can't read your mind. And I'm sure no matter what, you know, we bring to DJ, to TJ, you know, right. he's always willing to at least hear what we have to say and, yeah. and take suggestions. Well, and I know stuff, that so. he in particular takes like suggestions about the gym really personally. Like, yeah. He really takes it to right. heart. You know, it's like right. for him, that's like yeah. his thing, you know, yeah. it's a reflection of him. And so yeah. if you have a problem with it, he takes it really personally. Yeah. Um, let's see. Victoria says, I love that my gym is small enough that it doesn't feel clicky. We do social things like wads in the park, followed by a barbecue. Um, so that's something that's interesting when she brings up being clicky. I... Don't really feel like that's a couple of people have said something yeah. about being clicky. And let's see here. <clears throat> I just think that, I mean, well, for us, for me, I've never felt like people, things are clicky because I just go to the class and leave. Right. Well, I'm not I hanging think, out with everyone. It, it's just, yeah, I mean, well, and that, I've also that's never crossed like my radar. Some women who, and I think this is more specifically to women because, first of all, I think women are more sensitive to this, but I also think we're more likely to do this you think yeah is that you know like uh, someone will join a new gym and there's already sort of like this group of girls totally and they don't want to you know they don't feel welcome yeah and, or you know like i could never go to the 5 30 because they're not gonna like me yeah. you know it's like you can't 
drop yeah. in on it other times. Right, right, But I right. think that if your gym is small enough or, you know, even if you're – I think it is natural at a big gym to kind of have those. You know, it's like if your gym has 200 members, yeah. you're not going to – you know, they're going to kind of naturally be those little – you're going to naturally have groups. Right. But I think there's a difference, too, between having a group and having a clique. And yeah. I think the difference is sort of that yeah. exclusive feeling. So what was the comment again that they were saying that they hold events so it's not clicky? I don't think that was really, really oh, interesting. Oh, oh. The, in addition, they hold Oh, oh I see. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Size can have – this is what Amber says. Size can have a huge impact on feel. My gym is on the verge of outgrowing itself, and it's tough when there's no parking or you have to split a rack five ways. The people are the biggest deciding factor for me. My gym is a social circle, my social circle. It That helps me show up on days when I'm not super excited to work out. We have four coaches at our gym, and while all have their upsides, I connect best and get the most out of sessions with one in particular. So I definitely can relate to that, like, size factor. You know, when we started to outgrow the old J, it was, like, hard to – we didn't – we wouldn't ever have to split that far, but, like, the classes were capped. Yeah. And sometimes you would have to sign up a week in advance to yeah, make sure you're going to sure get you're getting, yeah. Get your time. And that was frustrating. Um, um, I just remember the gym I went to in Oklahoma city. Right. That was enormous. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And that's, that was more of a, I, I think they organized it really well. Right. Um, what was it? A hero water was a holiday. Yeah. It was a, um, it was over the Christmas right. holiday. And mm-hmm. I remember they did one workout. Right. I think it was Christmas Eve. They did one workout, or it was the day after, whatever. It was right around Christmas. But right. I remember like, it was like a special forty-five people in this little yeah. warehouse. But to their credit, they organized it so well that I was just like, at first, I was really nervous. I'm like, they don't even know me from Jane. I can right. walk in and like not know what I'm doing, and it was, it was like some crazy amount of thrusters. Right. <clears throat> so, anyway, but like, I think if you have it organized really well. And have some sort of plan for that. But that was like a one-time thing. But still, like the groups were pretty big. And I remember yeah. the coaches really really weren't paying attention. That kind of bugged me um, when we did when I just did the regular classes. But um, you know, I think if you if you organize it and are prepared for that, I think mm-hmm. it can work okay. But yeah, the overcrowding or like the sharing of the bars or that type of thing, I well, think I could just get uncomfortable and scary. Yeah. I think that one thing I really liked is when you do have to sign up ahead of time. Like one thing that's different about elevation is you don't have to sign up and so you don't know how big the next class is going to be. And last week there was a rowing wad and they have five rowers and 12 people showed up at the class. And it was like, you know, the co- the coach who I was shadowing on the fly turned it into a team wad and, you know, ended up working out fine. But it's like, it just ended up being a very different experience. You know, these people like came in thinking they were going to have this wad and that turns out to be a team wad. And and it just also, he was like, I'm always nervous to program rowing because you never know if all of a sudden, you know, 15 people are going to show up. And that to me is a, um, just, you know, kind of a new thing to have to wonder about because at J it's always been capped. Right. And it's like, you know, you may not know exactly, you know, you may not look online and, you know, see the names of who's coming, but you at least know it's not going to be more than 10 people or exactly. whatever. Um, Abby writes, uh, gyms with guys that feel like women are inferior to them and don't take women as serious competition. What? Where's that going on? <laughs> Get out of that gym. Get out of that gym those fast, guys, those, Abby. Those guys don't deserve to those have you work out with guys, them. Guys, yeah, don't even give them the time of day. Val says, I love the coaches and people I train with, but the size of classes too big is annoying. Also, having small community events does not happen, and that is a bummer. I think she goes to NorCal. Uh-huh. So she goes to, like, a really big, very yeah. well-known gym. 
I can see that. So that she goes tough. to too big of classes. But yeah, they, the classes are too big and they, they don't have like small community events because they're not a small community. Oh, oh, I see. So they don't have small community events. Right. Yeah. So that is a bummer. I think yeah. even big gyms too, I think like you can have here's, those little. Yeah. Here's the thing though is like it kind of goes with what you want from CrossFit. Is it your yeah. whole entire life? It's not my entire life. I hate right. to say that. I mean, it's like, Gosh, no, Jay. it's okay. It's okay that it's I so say that. It's not dedicated. It's not my entire life. I have sorry, other areas of my life where I'm more social with these friends and those friends, and I have groups of friends everywhere, but right. it's not my 100% social circle. So I don't mind that I, I don't really always go to the social things that we do at CrossFit at our gym. Right. Um, and that's my choice in my lifestyle. It's not 100%. Of well, my you've social heard of some of them. Oh yeah, but I'm just saying like that's not really what I need in a yeah. CrossFit gym. Whereas like for me and Brandon, part of the reason we joined CrossFit Is kind to, of unknowingly right. was because we had no friends. Exactly. And you know now yeah. our so much of our community. I mean, Brandon got his job through someone at CrossFit. Yeah. You know, it's like everything. Yeah. Is the kind of. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love hanging with. Everybody. I mean, obviously. Yeah. We started this podcast from right. meeting people at CrossFit, but I'm just saying like, that's not a number one thing that I look for yeah. in a CrossFit gym. But I can see how that would be super important. We're like five minutes away from being. Okay. I'm trying to Claire's train, trying train to and the clock. see the clock yeah. or the timer, but JT's on my lap and I can't. Yeah. Okay. So I guess kind of just to summarize, a lot of what we hear or what we're reading is like, you know, the community obviously is important, but that is sort of hard to generalize because everybody looks for something different. It sounds like a big thing is regardless of the size or the um, vibe is at least having that option to have those community nights, to do yeah. girls night, to do a potluck, to do a barbecue, whatever it is. And I think that that strengthens to that kind of feeling of like, I don't know, just feeling like people are supportive of you and they want to kind of know about you and they want to hang out with you. And I mean, like you were saying, you, know, you don't come to every single thing, but you still, it's still good to like have those options. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's really good people. Really yeah. good people. And the other thing, the other big um, theme is the coaching. Yes. You know, that people are saying that, uh, you know, obviously good coaching is important. Like Scott said, if everybody's improving and not getting injured, the community develops naturally together. If people are getting hurt, more people come and go. And as a result, the community suffers. Um, and I think that that's, you know, at the end of the day, if you are, you know, coaching across the gym, if you own across the gym, I think everyone would agree that the number one priority is safety. And, yeah. you know, you can't be, you know, we actually were talking about this a little bit last week um, at a coach's meeting about, like, you know, if somebody comes in and we were talking specifically about snatching. And he said, you know, if somebody comes in and it's their very first day and you're doing a snatch progression and they just can't do it, you know, what do you do to keep them from feeling embarrassed and to keep them from feeling like you basically are telling them you can't do this? Yeah. And, and finally what it came down to was – you know, somebody finally said, listen, like at the end of the day, it's not your responsibility to keep them from feeling embarrassed. It's your responsibility to keep them from getting hurt. Exactly. And you know, if they, if that embarrasses them, yeah, that is their choice yeah. to feel embarrassed. And like, yeah. you know, you can do I things. I mean, and you have to, in the way you say it and where right. you're coming from exactly. is absolutely what's going to make right. it you make a difference. You can phrase it in a certain way. You yeah. can give them other alternatives. You can, you know, explain to them very clearly, this is why I'm telling you this. But it was like even Christmas that, you know, she's had to stop people and yes. they call her out and been like, I'm calling BS. Like, well. Yeah. She's like, great, but I'm not going to watch you right. get hurt. Yeah. And be responsible for that. Right. And you have to trust the coaches. 
And I think there's just that ego piece of it. Right. I remember watching TJ a couple of weeks ago with someone who was new where he was giving us options of things to do. And this new person was clearly going to try to do something that she yeah. should be doing. And he was like, no, you're going to be doing this. And right. he said it in a way, really, that was just like, yeah, Matter listen fact, to him. Just yeah. go for it because this is not an ego thing. This is something where you have to be safe and don't be stupid with your body. Right. And one thing, too, that is like, you know, when it comes down to it, like there will be other workouts. You know, this is not the last workout you'll ever do. Unless you get hurt. Unless you get hurt. And so I think that that's, you know, I it's think. It's such like an ego saying, thing. And I think CrossFit really breeds that. I remember yeah. when I got hurt forever ago. Right. And it was such an ego thing where I'm like, I'm not going to get hurt. I can do this. And now I'm glad in a way that it happened because I have such a better respect and awareness of my body. Mm-hmm. Um, flying through space with a bar. <laughs> that, flying through space. You know, I mean, it's just, it's so much better. Mm-hmm. Um Anyway, but yeah, that's a really good point, though, is the coaching, because I think that's huge, too. Is And also knowing that, like, the coaches care and that they're paying attention. I think that when I was at that gym yeah. in, in Oklahoma where I was like, do they even know right. that I'm here, that I know what I'm doing? Yeah, even just, like, um, having a quick check-in or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah it's, it a little a goes a long way mm-hmm. for, for me. A little goes well, a long way. I think, way. too, like, I, I think as a coach – and as somebody, you know, as someone who's had to modify everything, getting started with CrossFit, I think that it's easy to think that, like, every single thing that you do is, like, oh, my gosh, no, I didn't explain that right. Or, like, the very first day that I ever – that I was coaching at Elevation, the first thing I did was explain the deadlift in such a way that caused every single person oh, yeah, you told me. to shoot their butt up and get yeah. to their butt. And I was, like, well, that was wrong. Yeah. And it like it really stuck with me. Like the rest of the day, I was like, man, I that I met, I really screwed that up. Yeah. But then it kind of realized, like, you know what? I corrected it before the workout, or like, you know, Michael yeah. corrected it before the workout. Nobody got hurt. You know, no one's gonna go home tonight and be like, gosh, Claire told me to shoot my butt up. Yeah. You know, it's like you have to be kind of. <laughs> Hey, you gotta kind of go easy on yourself hey, a little bit too. Coach Mike just said, just pull harder. So I mean, to be fair, <laughs> that's what I needed to do. Just pull harder. That was his, oh, his, big, Coach Mike. his big constructive comment when I was trying to get my first pull up. Just pull harder. I mean, technically, yes, that is what I need to do. Why didn't I Coach think of that? Mike, I yeah, just love him. Okay, one, can I read one last comment yes, and then we gotta can. we yes. gotta end? So Amber writes: Some boxes don't post the wad the night before yeah. to avoid people cherry picking. <laughs> We should talk about cherry picking an entire episode sometime. Um, it drives me nuts. I don't cherry pick. However, I do like to know what we're doing the night before so I can dress appropriately, Appropriately, which I totally understand. Yeah. I am the same way. I look at the wad so I know what to wear because certain pants I can't wear to double under because they will fall down. Right. And so that's a very legitimate concern and totally. comment. Um, I understand how everyone loves the community aspect of CrossFit, but that doesn't really make it or break it for me. It is an hour I get to myself. To empower myself and to conquer tough things, both physically and mentally. I forget about everything else. It's just me in the bar or me in the wooden box. It's just me <laughs> telling myself I can when I may feel I can't. CrossFit for me isn't just an amazing workout. It's my therapy and my release. I love that comment. Yeah. Totally. Um, so, but I think that's really funny, though, is um, the cherry picking thing. Because I think a lot of people do that when they look at the wads yeah. before. And it's interesting because TJ's actually started posting a whole week's worth of wads mm-hmm. in advance. And I think that helps me cherry pick less because the only reason I typically will cherry pick is if I see the wad and I'm like, 
this is something, you know, if I had known that this was the watch today, I wouldn't have done the watch yesterday, but I'm too tired and I don't, you know, I can't do this oh, one today. Okay. And so you it helps kind of like, like space it out more. It's helps me like doing? plan okay. out my week better. Cause it's like, if I see that it's a long Metcon and then the next day is, you know, we're doing heavy lifting, I maybe will pick, we'll say like, okay, well I know I can't do both. So I'm only going to, you know, sure. so I'm not going to go on this day so that I can go the next day. I get that. So I guess it's not really cherry picking when you do it because you're tired. But I feel but like, like everyone goes – do you feel like ev- – we need to talk about this another time. Like I really feel like on some level everyone goes for the long Metcons. Yeah. I feel like our gym, it, like it totally has a culture they of love like – Well, and not long, even I, just that, but I feel like our gym has a little bit of a culture of like if this is going to suck, I have to go. Yeah, totally. It's like if I see a wad and wad I'm like, this is going to be terrible. Yeah. It's like now I have to go. I got to go. I got to yeah. do it. It's going to suck and I have yep. to do it. Oh, CrossFit. Oh, CrossFit. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, um, with well that, that's it for this week. How we about, uh, do we have any, like, news or things that we have to announce? No. Our accountable eating challenge is over, and we rocked it. Mm-hmm. Um, JT's still asleep. Um, t-shirts are I sold ordered, out? I, you know, no. we have a couple of those different sizes. Okay. Yeah, I ordered some more today. Oh, I wanted to mention, too, that we we always talk about subscribing on iTunes. I, I hope everyone assumes... That it's free and they should know it's free. Yeah. I don't want to assume everyone knows that. It's free. But it's free to do that. So go ahead and subscribe on iTunes. Um, this podcast is free. And uh, keep listening. Keep telling yeah, friends. Leave us, share. Leave us a rating. Give us, us a, a rating. And, no, and like leave us a comment too because we like yeah, to read Yeah, we them. love to read comments. So type it. Type it away. And they're, yeah, they're the best. In fact, should we pull one up real quick if we do can? Do we have? Yeah, I haven't looked recently. Oh, but I don't know. How oh, get no. It. This is going to just... Stop yeah, never mind. Stop. I don't know how to get it in the app. I suck at I You don't? Well, because yeah, like, I give me a like, second. La 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 la. Sing us a song. Wait, like what whole, do you like a holy world? You don't know how to look it up on the app? Yeah, I look up the comments on the app. I mean you I know? can like look up our podcast. Oh. But where do I find the comments? I always look at our ratings and I'm like, I, there's okay, this is what I think in my head, and I know this sounds horrible. But there's times when I'm like, really? The raw food the raw food <laughs> podcast is is better than us, but I don't, so I don't know how iTunes does the ratings. If any yeah. listener knows, I would really love to know how they I do the really ratings. Um, in any event, if you subscribe, which is free, to our podcast, it helps other people find us. So that would be super duper. But leave us uh, a comment because we love reading them as well. Um, can you find it? Yeah, I can read our, our yeah, comments. Yeah, do you read, a, read the latest one? The latest one? Let's yes. see. Okay. What's today? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, we have a May... Eighth, I'm gonna read two. Okay, if you guys can't hear JT snoring right now, by the way, you're you're deaf. Go on. (laughs) Don't know how my world was so. Oh, this is from Kian Yo. I don't. It's I don't know how she's spelling it, but it's like it's like caps and lowercase. Um, (laughs) don't know how my world was so blessed with finding this podcast. Wow, but I'm so glad I did. I never thought that listening to two amazing CrossFit women. Wow, Claire, we're like amazing. talk about anything and everything and of course mean girls could make me feel like i gained two best friends while it is a podcast that is focused on the crossfit world i'm happy to say that the tangents sometimes bring on the best conversation (laughs) and even inspire me in their own weird way plus i'm so happy they talk about anxiety and body image something you don't always get to have the best conversations about because they are deemed as touchy subjects it helps to have a group of people to connect with during my crossfit journey that is so that nice. Like a Hallmark card. I know. I'm like getting a little teary. I think your okay. dog's grinding his teeth. Oh, he 
he's chasing squirrels in his dreams. Okay. Okay. And then one more. Um, Adorbs is the title. <laughs> by Over 40 CrossFitter. I just love this post podcast join claire are smart witty and have wonderful chemistry they chat about all the things that girls who wad want to hear about and then some they are the epitome of what makes crossfit so <laughs> i'm sorry that's just like the epitome wow <laughs> of what makes crossfit so fantastic the community keep up the great work girls you guys Yay. are just so awesome thank you I well on that Eva, fabulous I love, note seriously i feel like a Try to top like that a, comment. Like a wonderful person. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll talk to you next week. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.